Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. Hey there, Kate. Hello, hello. Hello. Um, today we're actually going to do something a little bit different. Uh, I think this is the first time that we've done this, right, Kate? Yeah, which is wild over I know, actually is three years of recording. Kind of funny, yes. Um, but what we're going to do today is talk about a book that Kate and I both really liked and both um, recommend. And we're going to talk about some of the takeaways. And certainly, we're not going to tell you everything about the book. If you're interested, strongly recommend you purchase it. It was great. Or listen to it. Audible is great as well. Um, but we know that we are talking to a group of writers. Uh, and we often, as writers, we we like to read books. We get a lot of our insight in the world from books. Uh, so who who knows? Maybe this will become a regular thing. Maybe it'll be a one-time thing. No promises are being made. Uh, but <laughs> let us know what you think of it. Let so us then, know. yeah, yeah. Know if we should do more of these. That's a good point. In, instead of yeah. us just fumbling around in the dark. Um, <laughs> but uh, we both found some of the principles in this book so valuable that we wanted to talk about it uh, on air. So the book is called The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Um, and I will say that uh, this book was actually recommended to me um, earlier in the year by a friend of mine who read it. And um, I can't remember if we've mentioned this on the podcast or not. I feel like we may have. But earlier in the year, I was just in a weird weird comparison place, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of comparing myself to other people and what they've achieved, comparing myself and the business to where I want things to be for myself and for my business, and really just kind of got into, uh, I would say, a fairly negative space that I just, it really, it, it stuck with me for a while. I had a lot of trouble um, getting out of it. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe it as depression, thankfully, very fortunate that it was not. Um, but it, I was just kind of low 
and I, I couldn't seem to get myself out of it. And, and one of the ways that I did get myself out of it was by reading, uh, reading this book. Um, maybe the best place to start, and Kate, if you want to dig into it, sure. um, is, is describing what the gap and the what gain is. actually is, yeah, or what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So essentially, the gap is looking forward. You're looking at everything you haven't achieved yet. The gap between where you currently are and where you want to be or where you think you want to be. And so that space is the gap. And then the gain is where you are looking backward to where you've come from. And so hopefully you're all imagining this now. Of, oh, yeah. If I look back from if you want to go all the way back to when you were born uh, to where you are now. Yeah, there's a lot that's been gained in that in that period. And it's not just it's not just a time thing or a year's thing. It's really a what have I what skills have I gained? What have I done? What have I achieved? What are all the things I've actually forgotten that I've achieved? Because we're so good. Our minds. I think it said this in the book. There was a quote. Um, Actually, let me find it because I think I took a screenshot. This was my favorite oh. quote from the yeah, and I forgot I did this. I sent it to love a friend. it. I know. Actually, yeah. I come to think of it, I think I wrote down some of the quotes that I found in it as well. There we go. Yeah. Um, okay. So the 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 section header uh, of this is your brain has evolved to forget gains, and we talk about this a lot with especially with our CCA Next Level students because we don't stop to celebrate our wins. We're so continuously moving the goalposts. We hit a thousand dollars a month, and then we're like, okay, great, that was easy, whatever. Now I want to hit two. Now I want to hit five. Now I want to hit 10. And we're always just looking at what the next thing is versus celebrating the fact that getting our first client is a huge win. Mm -hmm. Getting our second client is a huge Mm -hmm. win. All of these wins along the way that we just kind of dismiss. So your brain has evolved to forget gains. And the quote is from Dr. Daniel Gilbert, who is a Harvard psychologist. And it is, human beings are works in progress that mistakenly think they're finished. The person you are right now is as transient, as fleeting, and as temporary as all the people you've ever been. Um, and then it goes on to talk about, um, as humans learn, we quickly adapt to our new normal, even when that new normal is very different from what our life used to be. And so that's the kind of the place that we're in of always forgetting where we've come from. And so, and then looking at that gap in front of us. So if you think of where you are and then, I don't know if Zoom's going to show this the right way and for folks on the podcast, but if you look to your right, you know, thinking of the gap of what's Mm -hmm. to come, the future versus to the left as being the past and Mm -hmm. the gain though and everything that you've you've done and achieved to Mm -hmm. be where you are today yeah yeah it's 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 so funny because if you're someone who's listening and you have not yet achieved your your first ten thousand dollar or pound or or whatever it is in your country um you may think uh, of that achievement and go, wow, that is amazing. Things are going to be so amazing. When I get there, I'm going to celebrate. But remember that you're not jumping from $1,000 a month to $10,000 a month. It's not an instant thing. So what's going to be happening is you're going to spend a lot of time getting there and building there and getting up close. And what often happens is that by the time we finally hit that point, so many of us spend a moment and go, oh, wow, that's cool. And then go on to the next thing because it's we've been building to it for so long that it's no longer this amazing thing that's so far away. However, it is still worth celebrating. And I know we've talked on previous uh, podcasts about this as well, so I won't dig into it too much. But but taking the time to celebrate these achievements, um, first of all, number one, and and marking them, uh, and then also being really really careful not to go. Well, I hit ten thousand, so why don't I hit 
12,000 this month or I hit 10,000 last month. So now I should be able to hit 12,000. And like Kate was saying, and if I don't, I'm a failure. Exactly. Continually moving that goalpost, uh, making it harder and harder for you to to feel good about your achievements. Um, and I think f- for me, I absolutely, and th- that's a big part of why I was so down, was I was spending all of my time focusing on the gap, thinking, all right, this is where I am. Oh, and I'm so far from here. I thought I'd be here. I thought I'd be. I thought the business would be here. I thought that be instead of going, okay, here's where we are. Here's where I am. And look at how far we've come. Look at what we've been able to build. Look at who I've developed into as a person. Um, Look at how many students we've helped in all of our programs. Look at uh, the the successes we've had. Look at the team that we have built. And this was a, a big point of the book was when you spend all of your time in the gap, thinking of where you're not yet measuring up, it's going to make you unhappy. But spending more time focusing on the gain, focusing on the things that you have achieved and uh, the, the progress that you've made will make you a happier and more appreciative person. And being in that game, focusing on the gain, does not mean that you're going to have any less, uh, any less desire to achieve your goals. But it also means that you can achieve goals without, or at least with less of that internal pressure and with less of that, I need to achieve this goal in order to feel good about myself. That's Mm -hmm. never a healthy place to be. Well, because you're going to achieve that goal and then. And it's still not enough. Yeah, it's never. I think that's why I love that quote. We're, We're never done. It's never like there's never an end point to your life and being a human until frankly you die depending what you believe maybe you know that's not the end but either way (laughs) it's it's there's there's no end right like it's not like we hit a certain milestone and say okay I achieved everything Mm -hmm. in life and now I'm done pack up Mm -hmm. and and call it a day I'm done learning I'm done growing yeah yeah I think if any of us that I don't think anyone listening to this podcast has that that mentality of being okay just not learning and not growing. You're 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 listening to podcasts so that you can learn and grow. So you're always going to have that that mindset. Yeah. But the fallacy that so many of our our minds trick us into believing as this quote says is that if we just get to a certain point then we'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Then we'll be okay. Then we'll be safe. Then we'll know we will have achieved enough. But there's always a next step. So if you're constantly mm-hmm. saying, oh, once I achieve this, then I'll feel good. Or then I'll feel like a professional. Or then I'll feel like I've I've made it. Then I'll feel what fill in the blank, whatever yeah. is is going on for you. We all have things going on, but there's always a step above that. And that's the problem, or one of the many problems with focusing on the gap is because even when you do achieve that goal, there's still another goal or another person to compare you yourself with who's doing more than you are. Or there's always someone higher up or there's always a level higher up. So when you spend all of your time in the gap, even when you get to that achievement, it doesn't feel good because as soon as you hit that achievement, you start looking at the next one or the next people or the next level and comparing yourself again. And so focusing instead on on 
what you have achieved thus far. And celebrating those wins is is that antidote to mm-hmm. always feeling less than. And like anything, this is another one of those things that you might have to put this on your calendar to say, okay, let me look back at the end of each month and say, what did I do this month? What were all the steps that I took to reach toward my goal? Whether you're still learning and said, okay, I went through the foundations course of the the CCA and I did these, these action seats and I did these exercises and I got feedback on that's huge. So you can look at, okay, where was I a month ago? I didn't know any of this. I hadn't done any of this work. Or maybe you sent your first few pitches. Great. So that's however, you know, say you sent five pitches, that's five more pitches than you sent prior to this month or whatever it is. So setting yourself time to actually and write it down. Mm -hmm. And so that then at the end of the year, even you can go back and look at all of the things you've written down to say, okay, in one year, I'm in a completely different place than I was 365 days ago. Yeah. 366 if if it's a leap. (laughs) Great point, Kate. Great point. Um, And if you find yourself in that that kind of down place like I was, Mm -hmm. sitting down, and I agree with Kate, writing it out by hand, your brain processes things different, especially for us writers, but Mm -hmm. uh, human beings writing down all of the things that you have achieved all of the ways that you have grown all of the all of the challenges that you have overcome is a great way to to gently force yourself into the gain and to appreciate who you've become and how much you have done it's it is a a very effective tactic for gently pulling yourself out of that that low um, that low energy or, or those low emotions. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other great thing about the book that is, is a habit to start developing and start noticing is to notice when you're in either of these positions, particularly to notice when you're in the gap to say, oh, I'm, 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 I'm in the gap now. And I know the, the author of the book uh, had examples of, you know, getting the family involved. And so having, his, I believe his son calling him out and say, Hey, you're in the gap right now. And so like, it's, it's cheesy and it it might seem silly, but I think it's, it's very helpful to just have these terms to put to it to say, Oh, I'm actually, why am I feeling this way? Oh, it's because I'm comparing myself right now to this other copywriter that's uh, having way more success than me. And, but again, knowing that you have no idea what you have two totally different lives. And so, it, it's not helpful. It's not productive. It's not going to get you where you want to go any faster. And so that's the other key thing is that it's not about not having goals. You're going to have goals, of course, but to measure yourself based on where you've come from, not where you want to go. Because obviously, if you have a goal and you're not there yet, the, that's there's no way to to measure that in a way that's that's helpful to you in terms of um, celebrating your successes. So. Notice when you have those moments to say, oh, okay, I think I think I might be living in the gap. Yeah, let me take a beat and let me refocus on, okay, where where have I come from in the past day, week, month, in the past couple of hours even if it has to be. Mm-hmm. Like, what have I done today? Yeah. There are definitely those moments of, I feel like I haven't done anything today. And then you actually look and it's like, oh, no, I did. I achieved these things. And maybe not setting yourself up like a lot of us do to have a to-do list that's 10 miles long. And that, of course, then we feel like, oh, I didn't achieve it all. Well, no, but look at what you did achieve and just being more realistic with 
what you set out to do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Yeah. And, and remembering to be gentle with yourself if you're noticing yourself in the gap, because as we just said, but it's so easy to forget, our brains default to being in the gap. That is where we, where we naturally go. So it's going to take a little bit of effort, gentle mm-hmm. effort, certainly, but in a little bit of practice to refocus ourselves on, on the gain. Yeah. Um, and this book had uh, a lot of, of great exercises in it. So again, if this piques your interest at all, definitely check it out. Um, but there was one exercise that I found uh, very helpful. And actually, we took our um, CCA Next Level students through it um, in, in our live event day. Um, and the concept really is this, is that most people think, have a list of things that, oh, when I achieve that, that's how I'll know I'm successful. Like, oh, when I hit this number, then I'll be successful. Or when I feel this with a client, then I'll be successful. But again, that's, that is, that's gap behavior, right? It's 100% gap thinking. So what they, what they challenge you to do in the book is to think instead of things that, uh, things that indicate that you are being successful, that you are in the state of being successful. And of course, then thinking, what, what does success mean to you? Um, and, you know, just a, a couple of examples, and Kate, I don't know if you remember any of your own off the top of your head, but, yes, you know, I, have, yeah, yeah. Um, one of mine was, was, I know I am being successful when I can take any day off that I feel like it. Um, now, we have a busy schedule and, and, and I certainly generally don't take any day off just if I feel like it, but I know that I can. I know that we have an amazing team. And if I came in and said, guys, I, I need to take today off, that I could do it for absolutely any day. Uh, and you may have that same experience, especially if you are a, a freelancer or if you, you have the kind of job where they appreciate you. If you need to take a mental health day, you can do that. Um, but another one for me is I know I am being successful when I can go into um, any one of our brands, frankly, into the um, the Facebook group and see students having wins, sharing their wins. That means that that our students are being successful. And when our students are successful, I am being successful and our, our, our team is being successful. So I am being successful whenever I'm being successful, when I can go into the Facebook group any day and see wins from our students. Yeah. And so two of mine were um, the first being, I know I'm successful when I can work from wherever I want to work, whether that's, and whenever I want to work, I should say too. So whether it's at my desk at home, whether it's abroad, whether it's at midnight if I wanted to because I was out all day exploring some city or whatever. Um, That was one of them. And then the other, as I know I'm being successful when I can say no to a a client project, when I don't feel the the pressure or the, um, frankly, I think, and a lot of freelancers go through this of, well, if I say no to this, I'm never there's never going to be another project. Even if you've had for this was, this took me like three years folks to get to the point where it was like, Oh, three years, this is not a fluke Um, with continuous work. And so it wasn't saying no. And I had no other work lined up or even frankly, if I didn't, I knew how to get more work. So I know I'm being successful and I'm not letting that limiting mindset 
force me into saying yes to a project mm -hmm. I either don't want to do, don't have time to do, don't need to do, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And there are, there's so many things that you could put on your list and we would absolutely recommend you making this list for yourself. You know, it could be, it could be, I know I'm being successful when I'm feeling nervous, but I send a pitch anyway. You know, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have, you're not, we're not looking for perfection here, right? It doesn't have to be, I know I'm being successful when I don't feel nervous at all about sending a pitch. I mean, maybe you will get to that. Absolutely. And then you can remember the gain of, oh, I used to feel nervous when I send pitches. Now I just send them. But maybe right now for you, being successful is feeling nervous, but still sending it. You know, mm -hmm. or maybe it's, I know I'm being successful when I can go to every one of my daughter's soccer games or whatever, or football if you are in another country. Because success is, is personal to each mm -hmm. one of us too, right? Like what is truly, what does success truly mean to you? What actually matters? Is it, it's very likely not some arbitrary number. It's very likely has much more to do with quality time that we spend with friends mm -hmm. and family and, and things that we do that make us feel fulfilled, um, uh, things that we do that, that get us outside of our comfort zone and, and we, we grow our comfort zones, all kinds of things. But really, we, we would really recommend you spend a little time thinking about not what, what, what successful will mean in the future, but what successful truly means now and when you are in the act of being successful, because I think you will notice that you're actually being successful a lot, very often. Like I know I'm being successful when I, I do my CCA coursework most of most days of the week and I post in the Facebook group at least once a week, something like that, because yeah, that is successful. You are making progress toward a whole brand new career. And again, it's this is all about comparing what you're doing now versus where you came from. And you have developed and grown. And it's so, so important to give that development its due. Mm -hmm. And thinking about, too, success in terms of not just what you're doing with copywriting and work and thinking yeah. about it. I know you used the, the soccer example, I think is a great one, but I think another one that I just thought of and I'm going to write down now is I know I'm being successful when I'm prioritizing my health because we talked about this with the next level folks too, of like, what are you actually prioritizing in life versus what you say your priorities are? And so I think for a lot of us, health, family, time with family are what we say our priorities are. But if we actually look at our schedules and where we're actually spending that time. Netflix. It be, yeah. It can be very disappointing to say the least. A little bit like, oh, I'm not actually prioritizing the things that I say are the priority. And so it really... It's hard, but to then look at that and then be able to, okay, I have this information. How can I actually reprioritize in a way that allows me to align what I'm doing priority-wise with what I say are my priorities? Mm -hmm. um, so health, but and I think the other, another example, I, and I may have written this down, um, I know I'm being successful when, and yes, it's monetary, but bear with me, when I can pick up the tab for drinks for mm -hmm. friends and not not think twice about it. Mm-hmm. Does that tie into copywriting? Sure. You know, my, my, what I do for a living allows me to, to do something like that. But I think it's also for me, and we can link to this episode just about money mindset and, and coming that far and being successful. And I know 
I can't afford this and am doing something like that versus getting hung up on all of the money blocks that come mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. being a human and, and getting over some of the, the. Well, and being able to, cause it's not just, oh, I've earned this money. What's the point of this money? You right. earn this money to share it with the people that you love, right? to be, to be generous to the people around you. And it's obviously, it's not the only way that you show your love, but what a lovely way to, to show a, a token of your love. And I think that's a great one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously there, there is a whole book. Uh, and as we said, there are a lot of exercises and I think recommend all of them. We'll um, link to the book. Below. We'll link to the book. Yep. There is, you can get it certainly uh, in print or, uh, you know, on Kindle. There is an audio book as well. Um, I will say one tip uh, in the audio book, they do um, interviews with, uh, I can't remember if, when Dr. Hardy interviews Dan Sullivan. I think that's the way it goes. Little tip, those can go on a little bit long with not a ton of added substance. So if you're listening to the audiobook and you're like, some of it's great, but these interviews, you might want to consider maybe skipping the interviews or speeding those up to go through those a little bit faster. Just a little, uh, a word of advice, um, or listen to them completely. That's fine. Cause those interviews are not in the, uh, not in the, um, the book version, the print or the, the ebook version. Um, so just, just in case you listen to the audible version and you're like, what is this? Um, that was, we're never Caitlin. using a Nikki and Kate recommendation again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, after I read the book, um, Caitlin, our operations manager was, was saying, Hey, so I'm listening to it. it what's the deal with these interviews? Um, so just, just so you know, but anyway, uh, we'll give you the link to the book. Um, and again, even if you decide not to read it, uh, we hope that this was this was helpful. I know that um, I was going to say for me, it has been very important this this, but I also know that if you are listening to this or you're watching this or you're a member of our community, whether you're a CCA student or you're not yet a CCA student or, or whatever, um, we tend to be high achievers. We tend to be people who set goals for ourselves. And that is great. That's awesome. Fantastic. But what that can mean also is that we tend to not be very nice to ourselves until we achieve those goals or when we are comparing ourselves to to other people who maybe have achieved those goals already. So um, I think that especially for people in our community, again, whether you read the book or not, but this concept of not just focusing on where you have not gotten yet, but also spending some some quality time focusing on the progress that you've made is is very, very valuable. So we hope that was helpful. Kate and I both enjoyed the book, and uh, we hope if you read it uh, that you do too. And again, like Kate said, if uh, if it's helpful, if you enjoy um, us sharing books that we have read and we have liked, uh, definitely let us know because we will we'll do it more. We are reading constantly. Um, and so then with that, we will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. 
We'll catch you in the next episode.